0: And welcome to the Jay and Rob Toy Show. I'm your host, Rob McCallum, a.k.a. Rob McZob. And I think we're going to have a pretty exciting evening for you tonight. Weather-dependent, Mother Nature is throwing a bit of a wrench into our plans. So stay tuned with how everything unrolls. Uh, before we dive into any of that stuff, I have to bring my co-host extraordinary onto the program to help me navigate these uncertain unpredictable wild and crazy waters he is the strawberry to my shortcake mr jay bartlett there he
1: is hello that, that was an interesting uh way to describe us
0: well hey was, you know I, was, I think last week i said you were the bebop to my rock steady and you know we're just we're going you're that, the you're the synergy to my gem my
1: jerry that was that was guest appropriate yeah this week uh, not so much so we had crazy weather going on in Texas. I, I I heard you were just telling me that before we started. It's snowing, yeah, so we... I guess that cripples them, right? That's crazy. Like
0: we We're in the green room backstage talking about, you know, catching up and whatnot. And I said, you know, it's really coming down in Texas. There is a lot of snow there. We, of course, shot Power part of uh, Nintendo Quest in Texas, and we went back for the power tour in Houston and Austin. Uh, and Dallas was part of that as well. And our good friend, Nathan, uh, is having a lot of pool troubles right now because, of course, a lot of stuff is built above ground and, and things are not working. And that poor guy, and I know a lot of people in Texas are dealing with rolling blackouts. And if you're tuning in, you may think that, well, hey, these guys are going to have a great special guest on tonight. They're going to have author Blake Wright, who is is promoting volume three of his much-beloved series, toys that time forgot but guess where blake lives jay texas blake lives in texas i think he's from from katie or in the houston area but blake's not here right now and now not (laughs) not so much and and here's the extent i'm not laughing at him i'm not laughing at him No, this is like, I I joked with him because he had sent me a message and I want him to conserve phone power because you never know what's going to happen in these emergency situations uh, in cities that aren't really built to handle snowfall and uh, power outages because wind is blowing and ice is on the lines and it's weighing them down. Uh, But I'm like, Blake, you did this on purpose. You told Mother Nature to cause that snowstorm so you (laughs) didn't have to make your appearance. Uh, I told him we're gonna we're gonna talk about his projects of course and you know I always love talking about toy books we had Chris on last week talking about Rad Plastic so of course we're still gonna talk about toys uh, yeah. the time forgot and if he joins us great and if not you'll still get some good some good plugs from us but how are you doing brother let's uh, let's get to the the goods the housekeeping with us
1: I, I'm doing okay um as I mentioned the isolation is starting to get Starting to yeah. get to me, uh, I, as it is with everyone, of course. I'm getting a bit stir crazy. I've tore apart my house, and uh, as I said, I brought the studio down here for a bigger workspace, and I moved all the games upstairs. And basically, I felt like I've moved, which is fine because there's uh you, you know, there's plenty of time to do so. But yeah, this uh, I, I need people. I, I need my friends. I need to interact, you know, with people. So it's uh it's pretty tough mentally. How about you?
0: Uh, well, I'm doing everything I can to keep sane. Uh, you know, to your point of rearranging everything, one of the saving graces I had in, in January was transitioning from the boiler room look that you can check out on our early episodes of the Jane Rob Toy Show to actually just spending time and doing this, And I really found that just changing things around at decor made things feel fresh and new and less stagnant. Um, yeah. Other uh, other than that, man, I mean, you're dealing with some isolation. Uh, I, I made a post yesterday on Valentine's Day because relationships are tough on a normal day and normal times during a pandemic. They can be incredibly uh, strenuous. I'm very thankful for, for the kids that uh, my partner and I have because they they take, you know, our our eye off of any of the little ticks that can get on our on our. On honor each other, they they really take the focus away from any relationship issues that we have, and we kind of just want to make sure everything is nice for the kids. So I understand that isolation, that that kind of dealing with what's going on in the pandemic and how are you going to get through it. So yeah, it, it's tough times, yeah. but you know it. The end is inside. I, I'm a firm believer that we're going to come out of this, and
1: it is going to be. It is, and I'm good. super hopeful, and I'm a I'm a positive guy, as as you are. Um, it's just, you know, you have those days when it's just like, oh God, like, and, and for everyone watching, we live in Ontario, Canada, which is not nearly even close to the coldest point in Canada. However, dude, it's been so cold, like the kind of cold where you go outside and it hurts like that's, that just kind of is adding on top of everything, right? It's like, you don't want to go outside. And I mean, I had to drive to your place today to get, uh, to get this book and it was just like, oh my God, it's freezing. And <laughs> I just yeah. why well, I, I yeah, want I summer, man. the
0: the long haul. We used to much closer to to each other. Yeah. Uh, than than I do now because I had moved in September, which oh my god, you want to talk about hard things to do during a pandemic? Try moving. Yeah. And try moving a toy collection. No. During the pandemic. Oh god. You just had to rearrange your house in your basement, put different things on different parts of the walls, but imagine packing everything up like by yourself because I virtually did like everything on my own. It was that was the wake-up moment. We're like, do I really need some of these toys? And there are some that are still in their box
1: as a result, Jay. Yeah, yeah. You know,
0: I just don't need everything that I had.
1: Look at everyone in the in the chat. What's up, everybody? Thanks for uh, thanks for tuning in. And what's everyone saying here today?
0: So Tommy's saying, hello, gentlemen. Tommy from Toy Lines and People of Eternia podcast. Good to see you. The Robot Menace. No, Blake, he's out here. Okay, well, it's been nice. Of course, we have. <laughs> Our obligatory black heart and and horns from Lisa. Lisa saw my brief and clunky Instagram live that I did at eight o'clock just to say hi to people to drum uh, up support for the show. She oh, nice! High five, nice. Motu Joe saying he's rearranging th- or rearranging things does keep it fresh. Motu Joe, where do you, I can't imagine you trying to rearrange stuff. You've got everything packed so tight and organized and intricately detailed. You have stuff on your ceiling.
1: Y- you know, know what's know. funny about that? Yeah, Joe's joe's stuff is laid out so awesome it's very similar to the way i do it lots of straight lines and all that but this get back to my house here this has been the third week of this and i haven't worked on it 24 7 but when i have it's, it's taken three weeks to do all this and i think tomorrow will be the final day but yeah joe would have one hell of a time moving that stuff <laughs> that's for sure yeah huh?
0: Robot Menace is chiming in again. Yes, he's doing the rearranging and going through storage, silver knight, K A or Ka, Silver Knight, Ka, however you say that. I'm sorry, I'm bad with all these handles on the interweb. Uh he's giving us, I think those are smiley faces. I'm gonna it's say something. It's,
1: it's free. He's freezing. That's freezing. I ah,
0: is that what that is? I'm I'm not cool. I, I kind of know like the yeah, yeah. keyboard, man. How, how it looks, the buttons. Okay. Rhett's saying he loves the vintage AT or the ad at box in the fireplace. Is that what's behind you there in the wood? Right there. I'm so bad nice. with the
1: reverse camera. There you go. There it is right there. Yeah.
0: Yep. There you go. Scott Wads, of course, watching. Thanks, brother. Sorry if you saw at the top, Blake is not with us yet. We're holding out that he's going to try to join us. Uh, if he can't, so be it. We will put on an entertaining show. We have lots of questions to get to. Uh, and of course, the silver knight is taking a break from shoveling snow. Hey, I I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Jay, are you ready for my icebreaker? I've got I, two since we've got time.
1: I am. Let's let's get let's get on it, man. I, I'm so but, pumped.
0: Let's start with the controversial one, and then we'll segue. We'll use the second one to segue into talking about toys that time forgot. So the controversial one, Jay, you went live a couple days ago on your personal page. Unless was, yeah. it was on a personal page, right? Yeah, yeah. personal
1: yeah. page. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, talking about some stuff happening with Bam Margera and stuff happening with uh, Cara Dune. So I thought I would wrap that up in into this kind of what we do on the J and Rob Toy Show. And let's talk collecting. Should people be going crazy for these Cara Dune figures? Is it time ah. to buy, buy, buy? Or is it is it hype? Do, do they need to get this now that the actress, uh, Gina... Do you remember her last name? No, it, it, I just remember mind.
1: Gina. It's like Carofalo or Calapolo or Calapso. Or... I'm going to
0: say Gina and no, <laughs> no offense to, to the actress. She's a wonderful actress. I, and I don't care what you think of the political opinions. I think she's a wonderful pr- performer. Has yeah. Rose announced they're not going to make any more action figures of her. They're, they're not restocking. Is it time to get those figures while well, you can off the shelves? Uh, and is it worth paying the premium that we're already starting to see on the secondhand market?
1: It's funny to say that. So I will, for our spotlight at the end, I will grab another one. But great minds think alike. So this was mine. Um, this is the one that's is pushing 300 bucks right now on eBay. The uh, first black series. Uh, the vintage collection one I have on the wall there too is pushing 150. Uh, I, I, I don't know, man. Uh, so my opinion personally um, is that I think this figure is going to be worth a lot of money for a very short period of time. And once this news dies down, I think it'll settle down. I don't have any super connection to this character. I thought she was cool. She's a great, strong female uh, in the star Wars world. I'm, I'm always up for that. I didn't find her character anything special though, to be honest. Um, so I bought the figure just because, uh, you know, I collect most of the star Wars ones, um, but I don't know, man, what do you think? I mean, if you're, if, you love Cara dude. First of all, all her figures are out of print. Okay, so let's just let's start there. You can't – she's not in any wave right now. This is the old Black Series packaging. It doesn't look like this anymore. Uh, the vintage 3.75 is long gone. And then the credit one is the 6-inch Walmart exclusive that's on the vintage card back. Um, I found one in December, but those are long gone now. So if you want a Cara yeah. dude figure, I would suggest waiting. I would.
0: I, I completely agree with you, man. I, I think that the the price hike is completely speculative. Um, I, I just don't see the character being strong enough in the long term of all Star Wars lore to, to to warrant a $300 price tag. I think it'll be pricier than, of course, it would if it was on retail shelves. Almost anything packaged Star Wars goes up in value unless it's you know Phantom Menace figures uh, from back in the day. Uh, it's just not worth plunging into. And I think everybody is so triggered right now to to get it while you can before it gets you know, more costly. And there's such a completist mentality of stuff out there that, oh, I got to go get it. I got to go get it. I got to go get it before it's too late. Well, it's kind of already too late. If you don't have it, you're probably not going to get it at a cheap price. So uh, for me, it's if you want it because you think it's going to be more uh, pricey or a good addition to the collection because of the rarity, I think you should wait, sleep on it for a bit let it even out a bit. But I also think that season three of The Mandalorian or these other shows are going to affect the value as well, even though that character obviously won't be a part of it, or the character will be recast, and of course, again will have an adverse effect on it. And uh Tommy throwing yeah. out there, Gina Carano is the name. Thanks for throwing that out, Tommy.
1: Yeah, I was just gonna say, um, 300 was that two weeks ago? No, that was a couple days ago. I actually looked today and there's one selling for 250, 300. It's crazy. Um, this one in particular was never a peg warmer. This one was always kind of difficult to find, but the vintage, you know what a fan I am of the vintage line, that was a peg warmer, which is hilarious. Like she sat around on uh, store shelves for a long time and it was kind of like you know, TIE Fighter pilot or something. It was just one that nobody really wanted. And she sat there. And now it's now it's crazy. And I think it's I, I don't know, man. To, to see her go from a peg warmer to now, it's just like, you know, when people can't get something anymore, they really lose their minds. So it goes to show you guys, if you're thinking about getting any Star Wars character, you never know which ones are gonna spike up in value. You there's never nothing know.
0: like conflict there's nothing like conflict to to, to drive people's, you know, desire for something the second it's gone people yeah. want it dude I remember when you know Kurt Cobain passed away man all of a sudden everybody was a Nirvana fan like uh, an unplugged oh everybody had to get that in the 67 to 94 t-shirt because at that point he was gone and it was like almost okay to like him instead of you know the controversial lifestyle that oh, It's the same thing with this
1: well we you were. Know, we were a lot younger back then, so I remember you, me and our buddies Mike and Ferg, you know, we constantly had to prove to other people how hardcore we were with our knowledge, man. We'd be pulling out all the B sides and <laughs> you know, all that all that kind of stuff. It's like, Oh, do you have the lithium B side? Well, you're not, a, not as big a fan as I am.
0: Have you I heard Outcesticide Three? Oh, I you have haven't? We...
1: <laughs> I was just going to say, have we changed much? <laughs> I don't know. So.
0: No, no, yeah. It's We just keep adding on and becoming coming about like that way about other stuff. So, uh, yeah, I would say just, everyone just out there
1: thing. who genuinely wants a Cara Dune figure. Um, yeah, like you said, Rob, you kind of missed the boat now. Uh, Scott says here that he saw half a dozen at Walmart. That would be the credit collection, um, which is the third one in the tier that's worth the, the least. But I would say just hold off for a few more weeks. Once this dies down, the news dies down and it blows over like it always does, uh, the prices go back to normal. And then people probably won't want it by then. Who knows, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I think it's interesting, like you're saying, the credit collection, which has – it doesn't have the numbers on the side, correct? It's more of just the image.
1: It's it's the vintage like – I'm so bad with this reverse. Okay, so it's like these ones, the vintage backs, but they're 6-inch, right? Doctor, and, it, okay. and it comes with actual credits on the top. Oh okay okay so um well, and the card back art is uh you know the uh the production art they show at the end of the episodes like the concept art that's what yeah, yeah. that's what the pictures are so it's kind oh, of oh
0: that's cool well, I, I like that even better then that's that's yeah. the one i would want to get for sure Uh follow-up question jay if we were filming action figure adventure right now and you're building your ultimate action figure auction is Kara Dune original Black Series release auction worthy? Is that a piece that would go in the auction?
1: Well, I would say yes, only if we were doing the auction like next week. But I really think the bottom's gonna fall out. I think this is just a trend right now. Everyone wants this this figure for the f- what's happened, you know, whether you 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 side with Gina or not. Um so if we're gonna do the auction next week, yeah. But if we were going to do the auction traditionally like eight months later, no. No.
0: Now, I mean, that's you've just got, my prediction. You've got a, you, okay, you've got a figure though. Do you sell your your Cardoon figure in order to increase your auction budget? Because you know you can make more money now. And if your prediction is right that the number will come back, you could buy it later and still pocket the difference.
1: Okay. I, I'm not that kind of collector. I think if a figure... <laughs> listen, I think if a figure genuinely goes up in value like something like I don't know like Darth Revan or something that's always expensive just because they don't make a lot of stuff for that character. Sure but I'm not going to take advantage of this awful situation that's happened um, again whether you side with her or not I just wouldn't take advantage of that and put her up for 300 Yeah of course you can make some serious money right now but I, I wouldn't do that. Would you? Do you see, <laughs> dare, I, dare I, I ask?
0: I I don't see it, Jay, as taking advantage of a situation. I see it as a way of helping other collectors who have chosen, you know, a number that they want to pay for something. And I'm
1: happy to not have. Oh, okay. It. So you're gonna sell it for twenty nine ninety nine retail? What you pay you know, for? It? If
0: they're willing to pay whatever <laughs> for for the noble cause, then then so be it. The the noble cause of collecting, and if they want to pay whatever the amount is, I am happy to part with it for the sake yeah. of health.
1: There you hey, for, they want they
0: want to live that that shelf life and they want to put it up there and they feel better about forking the dollars over and they get that instant gratification of i bought it I got it I'm a winner then then that's okay they I will help them achieve such a sensation
1: what I would think? like to, to do a poll I don't know how we would do this but I would like to know like an honest answer from people if if they want it because they genuinely like the character or it's just because it's it's a trend in the toy. Community right now is this figure. Well,
0: well, let me tell you this. I went pretty nuts with season two of The Mandalorian, uh, with things on pre-order from Big Bad Toy Store. I couldn't find her uh, in the six-inch black black series. I couldn't. She was the only one that I couldn't get. And then when season two ended, I had to reevaluate some of my purchases and where I was at with my collection. I was again starting to set up the display behind me. Where do I have stuff? Am I really gonna? invest in star wars and just keep it to the mandalorian as was the conceit uh that i had kind of built around for for me to be able to collect star wars finally i'm just gonna stick to the to the mandalorian because because that's what i can do uh i i abandoned in that and i canceled all my pre-orders even stuff that i had paid for oh um, uh, wow and, and part of that i will say is because i couldn't have her part of it now i wasn't a, as big a fan of her role in season two as I was in season one, I thought she was uh, a little bit more badass than just kind of being a sheriff in that town. Yeah, kind of t- hanging out like,
1: t- t- like one they really portrayed her as that strong female character, and that's what was really cool about her. Like she beat the crap out of Din, right? Like uh, she was really, really cool. Um, and then two, yeah, in season two, she was just kind of a background character. She was just like one of the gang which was what I didn't want to happen. You know, uh, grief car is part of the gang. Now Karen, he was just going along collecting this posse. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, I had no, I had no special tie to the character. So it sucks. You know, I hope they don't recast her. I hope they just kill her off or whatever, or, you know, find a way to, to make her exit. But uh, everyone wants Lucy lawless. man. Isn't she like, gotta be like 60 or 70 by now. She, she doesn't
0: look like it, I'll tell you. She's looking really solid. She was in the, cool. uh, the Evil Dead TV series. Uh, I think it finally finished a few years ago. They had three full seasons of it. She's looking great in that. Like, you would never know the difference. But, I mean, what? why recast if you can just create any awesome, cool character in the Star Wars galaxy, right? Don't Don't do that if you don't have to. Have they ever well, but... recast a character in Star Wars other than Han? And Lando, I guess?
1: Well, the solo movie had a ton of them, yeah. Um, off the top of my head, yeah, Bib Fortuna has been played by a bunch of different people. You know the important character, I
0: guess Boba Fett too, yeah.
1: Boba Fett, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's uh, well, I wanna, I wanna revisit this next week, and we'll see. Just real quickly, okay. we'll see where the prices are at for Cara Dune and uh, that kind of good stuff. But it's it's crazy.
0: We uh, on, we have a ticker at the bottom of our screen, Jay. And it's, it mentions, of course, to like and subscribe to our show. If you're on the audio side, leave us a review so you can t- we can know how we're doing. But it also helps let people find it if we get more reviews. It also says we have a Patreon page where you get extra laughs and shows per month. But it also says something new this week. It says Ooh, it's right there you have a chance to pre-order Action Figure Adventure on Blu-ray exclusively at Big Bad Toy Store. Now... Last week, we teased a bunch of big news. And before that, we had posted online that big news is coming for Action Figure Adventure. Um, And then last week, we kind of put the pre-order up for for this after we kind of showed some product demos of this. This isn't the big news, but this is big news.
1: This this is big news to us as toy fans, I I think. I mean, I, I... I got to admit, when I I went on the page, the Big Bad Toy Store page, and I saw our show and the pre-order button, I screen capped the hell out of that, right? I just, you know, we've purchased so much off there, and Big Bad Toy Store is probably the best online toy store in North America. And for us to have our show, uh, you could purchase our show there, it just... Man, it was such an achievement for for us. And uh, I'm just so humbled by that. It's so awesome. And that they believed in our project. You know, that's that's killer.
0: It's really awesome that, like you said, we have our show listed on Big Bad Toy Store. Shout out to Cole. Miss you, brother. I hope you're doing well in Arizona, if that's where you're still calling home. Uh, Cole did some awesome art of Jay and I and our friend Glenn as action figures when we were back in the GamerCast days. Yeah, uh, B- big bad toy store i mean that's my go-to place when it comes to toys hands down you know uh that's not taking away from entertainment earth or megalopolis or other places that are out there that i've used before but big bad toy store their pile of loot we talk about it all the time on, on on our show here it's it's just phenomenal and i don't know why but it was cool to see those dvds and blue or the blu-ray case there with like cartoon jay and rob yeah as, as i call them just you know, in the, in the, yeah, it's, Hawk. it's, like, it's one go. of those
1: surreal things for me, um, going alongside, it, and I think you'll agree with me here. The first time we saw where we were in Texas for Nintendo quest. And, uh, when we saw Nintendo quest on the marquee of the Alamo draft house, that was another one of those moments. I took a picture. I was just like, and you have that, don't you? You actually have it, that. So, yeah. 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 It, it, we saw that, and I was like, "Holy shit, man! Like, it's it's really real." We were beside like it was Pixels, I think, Adam Sandler's, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, "Dude, that's so cool!" So this was right alongside that for me as one of those big achievements,
0: one of those we've made it moments, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I will say there is more big news coming, and I don't feel like I have to say anything now because you've got a little bit of big news, everybody out there. But know that. There is more big news coming. The details are still a little murky, which is what I kind of said last week, which is why I held off on saying any big news. And then this kind of happened in the interim, which is big news, but not the big news. So it's right. big news, but there's more news.
1: There, There is. There's some really great news, but I, I mean, I'm so used my, to not saying anything. It doesn't even bother me anymore. I'm <laughs> just like, yeah, you, you'll say it when it's time.
0: <laughs> I can only imagine, like, because you're you know what's happening. You know, and yeah. you know several things that are yeah. that are percolating, and you probably just go on Facebook because half the time I don't even like message you. You probably no, you just didn't. go on and see that you've been tagged. You're like, oh, I guess that's coming out now. Well, here we go. <laughs>
1: yeah, and I mean, it doesn't. It used to bother me a little bit with Nintendo Quest. It doesn't bother me now because. You're busy. I'm busy. You know, you can't message me on every little thing. I think the really big things you you tell me about. But um, yeah, I'm again. I feel like, uh, you know, if I was to be cast in a Star Wars film, I feel like the same kind of agreement that those actors have, where they can't say anything, they can't talk about anything. You know, they go on Conan, they go on uh, Letterman. If it was like ten years ago, and they can't say anything, so it's like, why are you even on the show? You can't talk about anything.
0: Right. I, I will say that I didn't know that Big Bad Toy Store was going to put up the link when they did. We had been talking and I had sent them some stills and some screenshots and we talked about the price that it had to be and that it was going to be a Blu-ray, the two-disc set. Uh, but I didn't know when it was going live. It wasn't like, okay, let's go live now for X number of days or weeks. It was just like, here's the the assets. And I thought, okay, we're gonna we're going to put this up on Friday or we're going to put this up on Thursday. just went live so I was kind of like well i better share it now that it's out there this is a thing that's happening so if you want action figure adventure uh we will not have a lot of blu-rays in fact we are only doing a run to cover our kickstarter backers first and foremost um all the authoring and everything is done it's been uploaded uh we are literally waiting on manufacturing numbers and the big bad toy store component of it happened because we were looking for a retail space and it was a bit of a kind of flyer, like, Hey, would you stock it? And they said, well, we don't know how it's going to do. And I said, well, we're kind of waiting to do numbers on the Kickstarter. So they're like, well, why don't we just do a pre-order instead of committing to it? And so they didn't have to buy units and sit on them if they didn't sell. uh, And they didn't have to be sold out instantly if they only bought a few. So it was a good, happy medium just, uh, just to see how it would go as an experiment. All that to say, If you're not a Kickstarter backer and you're a collector and you want a copy of our series on disc, a physical copy, this is likely the only time that you can guarantee to get one. Because once we put our order in, we're only going to order enough to cover all our bases and get to the the closest price break where it's like every 50 units or so and have a little bit left over in case there are defects or something gets broke during shipping because it goes to Texas and it's frozen and it shatters upon arrival. Uh, There's not going to be a lot. So now is the time to act again. Go to big bad toy store, search action figure adventure, Blu-ray. You'll find it. Just, just do it. Okay. Um, that'll be a huge help to us. It really helps us get to season two. Uh, and everybody that's watched it in Canada is like, when season two is it, is it going to come soon? Are you guys shooting it yet? Can we watch it again next December? We
1: are trying to get season two. Yeah. It's really not that easy, right? (laughs) It's a lot of money that goes behind all that. And, uh, Rob and I wish we could go out right now. Even if there wasn't the pandemic, put that aside, we wish we could go out and do that right now. But uh, things have to transpire, things have to take place. And before we can even start to think about that, it's something we want to do. Absolutely. Of course, we want to do it. I think it was such a blast to shoot that and that all for children's health. So win win.
0: We've got big plans too. More big news of what season two would be, but maybe we'll talk about that next week. We can talk about that next week, what we plan to do for Action Figure Adventure Season 2, if we can get there. And again, ordering the disc now. uh, Scott has put it in the chat there. I'm just going to copy. I can't even copy and paste it right now. But there it is, everybody on screen. You can't click it, but you can see it. It's a real listing. Uh, Jay, I want to ask you a question about unproduced toys. Yes. Since our guest stood us up tonight because of snowfall. Uh, or is Blake. there a line? I know I uh people show up on the show and they get picked on, and he doesn't even get to show up on the show because of because of snow and whatnot. Yeah. Is there a line of toys, Jay, that you wish uh had at least one more wave or that you know of that you wish that that thing came out that you heard about?
1: Yeah, the the stuff. Sorry, yeah. you,
0: you dropped out, you dropped out on me for a second there. Did we the have night- some snowfall here in London?
1: Oh god, we have since October the 1986 Kenner Star Wars stuff. Um, 85 was pushing it as far as figures went, but uh, George was kind of you know wiping his hands. He's like, okay, I'm gonna move on with other things. But Kenner still wanted to. It's very profitable, obviously, um, so they still wanted to make it. They made all these little mini vehicles and rigs where the toy designers actually designed them themselves. And there's a lot of this cool stuff. There's like X-Wings with like double cockpits and stuff like that. And ultimately all the the prototypes were... uh, uh, It's not that the designs were bad. It's just they didn't want to do any more Star Wars stuff. And then That's where Mask came in. I would have liked to have seen the 86 Star Wars. um, And a bunch of... There's a bunch of unproduced droids, the cartoon droids figures. That would have been really cool. Because they were really beautiful, colorful figures too.
0: I find so much stuff from 86 to like 89 that didn't get produced. It's like, not only like some of our favorite lines, but is are, are just cool additions that. Yeah. Oh man. What a cool toy. If it, if it only could have been. And of course my answer is going to be the powers of grace call stuff. Now I'm not a huge fan of the storyline kind of going back in time to pre Eternia with dinosaurs and, and all that but there was some really cool stuff i just love the logo for the powers of Skull. of course we got the turbodactyl uh and we've got uh the i think it's the bi- Binops, the triceratops that came out as well and maybe the t-rex but the dilophosaurus was like this mammoth thing it was like a vehicle wow. like, almost like a troop transport thing that didn't wow. come out but that's what ties into the giants megator and titus and and hero and all and all that stuff um so the story not a huge fan of that but i like that they were starting to do a sub line of masters uh wasn't meant to be didn't take off so
1: yeah know, that's I cool think. i i mean should we dive into this book or these these two volumes do you want to do that
0: yeah let's let's do it uh, so jay and i both have a copy of toys Ah, uh, that time forgot. I've got volume two. Jay's got volume one, and after we give one example, we're gonna go to the campaign for Blake's uh, volume three of Toys That Time Forgot. So, Jay, in your Toys That Time Forgot volume one, there is a lot of cool uh, figure lines that Blake lays out very well. And if you haven't seen what these books look like, folks, they're they're just full of great interviews, anecdotes, and images um you know there's some toad stuff there for example but jay i asked you ahead of time to single out something that you wanted to talk about from the book what sure. uh what did, you pick? what did you pick easy
1: uh you do you have a guess at what i'm gonna pick
0: i'm guessing something with star wars or sectars
1: yeah you're right so this is <laughs> stellara oh my goodness oh this book is heavy all right easy okay Stellara is not only uh, the only female character that kind of they kind of made a few of her. Uh, th- there's been a few going around on eBay over the last decade, and so it was worth a ton. Um, but there's an entire second wave of sectars, and this book uh, documents it all perfectly. But this is Stellara, and she's just so friggin' cool looking. Sorry for the glare. Um, the sectars line is only about 10, 10 to eleven figures and the whole entire line the cartoon was only six episodes um so that one stuck out Uh, there's just a ton of sectar stuff up here um yeah here's real quickly here's all the mounts and stuff that didn't get produced for the wave two uh so these of course are oh i'm so bad at this the ham puppets here and then the little mini beasts here um, this book documents all of that great stuff and I wanted to ask Blake, you know, he's not here, but I wanted to ask him how much of this he actually got to go hands-on with because there's a lot of uh, sales pitchers here, you know, pitching to the, the different retailers and stuff like that. But I wonder if he got to actually touch like Stellara and some of these Star Wars characters like Flex from Droids. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. It's super exciting stuff. And uh, I'm right with you. You love this stuff, I think, a little bit more than I do, because when I look at all this unproduced stuff, I just I get kind of sad a little bit. I'm like, oh, damn, I wish I wish I could have that uh, Stellara figure. But.
0: It's so exciting, though. Like it, it excites me because like it's out yeah. there and I and I feel like there are a few examples of unproduced toys that have made it back through either fan projects or Uh, homages like in volume one that you have you can see the original dark crystal action figure line and that was essentially reproduced as an homage by super seven in the reaction style but the sculpts aren't the you know the normal three and three quarter kind of stiff you know four points of articulation they actually look like that a lot that line was intended to be So it's really cool that it actually did see the light of day. Of course, with a little bit new modern tooling and sculpting to some of the uh, parts of it. Yeah, I mean, it it excites me to see what could have been.
1: There's a whole second wave of droids figures here. Just some great colorful characters and uh, Vlix. I'm so bad at this. He's right here. They actually there's a company that makes that figure that you can buy. He's worth about a hundred bucks, even though it's a reproduction right because it wasn't produced i like to see stuff like that so if, I, if there was a company that, that did stellara i would get it even though it's not the actual one but just to have you know it's that piece like of history rocket
0: firing boba fett right sure. like yep. they never made a rocket firing but there were fan ones out there i want to give a shout out to cole hey, watching dude. again, we, we mentioned cole's an awesome illustrator he's done some artwork uh for us before uh, he just ordered Action Figure Adventure on Blu-ray from oh, Big Bad Choice. Thank, thank you, you so much, you you rock, my friend. We will catch up. Take it easy, buddy. Cheers. Um, That's awesome. For my for my pick, Volume Two, I'm going to go with Superpowers.
1: Try to oh yeah, there. yeah.
0: So right right away, you can see some alternate designs of Firestorm back there. A little hard to see, but let me, uh, okay, Jay, this, this is where it gets real exciting. So look at this. So there's the dark side playset. Yep. That never came out. And there's some vehicle concepts over here as well. Like for Superman's plane and, and Jed and a cat crawler vehicle.
1: Superman's plane. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Probably something we didn't need. I've uh, seen the,
1: I've seen the box art for Darkseid's uh, castle online before, man. It's so wicked. Oh, look at all that. Oh, Deathstroke. Un-
0: wow. Unproduced figures. Bizarro in there as well, Jay. That's wicked. Oh, man. So many cool figures that could have been. Uh, Wonder Twins as well are in here. Wow. Supergirl, of course. And um, more unproduced figures to the point where we actually get some sculpts and some uh, test shots. Done wow. There yeah so seeing all that was awesome and look jay there's some inhumanoids here for you as well oh yeah you're a huge fan of yeah so you'll have you'll have to borrow volume two or if you want jay you can get volume two and one from from the campaign that's going on now so let me just add this to the stream here and i'm going to switch over so you guys can take a look so as you can see blake is really close to his goal for volume three of toys that time forgot he's like three quarters of the way there already. It's been named a project that Kickstarter loves. It's an art book, of course.
1: Good for him. And like
0: we said, he's in Houston, Texas here. Uh he's got some pledges over here. I'm a backer already on this. Um, let's see here. Late to the party, you can get volume two and three. You can get a couple volume one, you can get art prints. Yeah, you can th- there's a lot you can get, I think, volume one, two, and three. Uh, in in this campaign right now which is great because when volume two ran the campaign i didn't have volume one so i right. was able to kind of do a double up and
1: that's it looks cool. like
0: here's some oh, some select v. spreads so yes. so v you can see that skeleton uh, warriors is as wow. uh, another one i think that's playmates Superman. that did that and Superman lives almost yeah. lives as he calls it cuz it's Kevin Smith, Tim Burton, Nicolas Cage and the toys we missed out on. So I can't <laughs> wait to see what those toys would look like. Yeah. And he's even offering a figure here of Toxic Crusader that never came out as well. So um I think that we're going to break at least one or two of these stretch goals. I remember when I backed volume 2, the Superpowers chapter wasn't in it just yet and that was part of the golden age, so Uh, hopefully we get to 50,000 so we can get another kind of eighties line. Uh, the darker times is the nineties as he calls it. The gilded age is the, the newer stuff. So I'm hoping that uh, we can do this, but back at now, uh, these books are awesome. I look at them all the time. They're a great coffee table book and Jay, I mean, you just picked it up and you're finding cool stuff. And again, maybe there's ways to bring some of this to life. Maybe we can all make this together, uh, you know, get one of these cool projects and kind of crowdfund one of these. It could be it uh, could be a fun thing to do.
1: Yeah, the, the amount of work that uh, he's put into this is just remarkable and uh it's it's nice to it's it's a light read. So there's only a few sentences on each thing uh, so he doesn't try and overwhelm you with every stat about you know he talks about sectars and the little brief history of Coleco and Cabbage Patch kids and the system and all that but it's not overwhelming. So anyone if you're just new to toy collecting you know you don't have to know everything to read something like this it's really awesome and it kind of holds your hand through the whole thing right
0: yeah rhett's saying uh he's got to have them he really likes that that dark side play set it is truly super stuff yeah i'm a huge fan of superpowers if i was going to start collecting a new line like legitimately hardcore it would probably be superpowers one they're plentiful there's some cool rare stuff within it that kind of gets it exciting. I think you, to, to have fun collecting a line, you can't just have like that one grail. You need a few pieces that have interest and intrigue. Yeah. Um, and so superpowers, it's not too big. There's some cool stuff in it. It, it, it would be a fun line to collect, I think. So if I, I was to do it.
1: I, I'm with you there. At present, I only have Green Lantern. It's my childhood Green Lantern. I still have him. Uh, but what I always loved about superpowers was the colors that they're, I don't know. It just Kenner killed it with those. Um, the colors are just so vibrant. And again, I'm, I'm an old school comic guy. I don't read comics now. So that's the way I like my superheroes to look like the eighties, right? That's how they look to me, especially Batman and Robin. I think those two figures in the superpower line are the best. It's the best Batman figure out there. And the Batmobile, we always talk about the Batmobile. It's so wicked. Oh. That thing's awesome. Uh, the
0: only, The only superpowers I have right now are Batman and Robin. And of course, they were our good friend, Jordan Morris. Uh, They were his. Uh, He traded them to you. uh, That people that have seen Action Figure Adventure will know how that went down. And then you and I made a deal uh, for those two figures very specifically. And you got a better deal out of it because it was all going to charity and stuff. But it was important for me to have those figures. And again, to know they were coming from Jordan. So it was a, a cool thing to do. Absolutely. Uh, What do you say? What do you say? We get into some questions since I don't think Blake's going to be able to join us for the final uh, twenty minutes here.
1: Let's do it. Yeah, there's a ton you said, so I think we should clean that up. uh, Our good friend
0: uh, Danny, our good friend Danny, who who backed Action Figure Adventure on day one, and of course, Sean is saying, make sure you grab AFA Action Figure Adventure um, on Big Bad Toy Store, like her friend Cole did. He, Danny, has a lot of questions for us. Uh, Let's hope Captain Power makes it into Volume 3 of Toys That Time Forgot. There you go. Uh, (laughs) Let me give a shout out to all our Patreon backers first. So Tim, Nathan, Bill, Matt, Jay, Danny, Ryan, Chris, Scott, Billy, Ben, Kyle, Nelson, Rodney, Nico, and Adam. And as of today, one more. We want to welcome simply Plunderings. Plunderlings? Plunderlings is the name of the account. Sweet. Welcome. Plunderlings. I looked it up to see if it was something unique. And it was like these weird sprite troll things. They're toys. Um, they had some Kickstarter projects. So maybe somebody associated with the Plunderlings uh, oh, cool. is backing us on Patreon. So it's cool to have you part of that. And then if you want to be a member of Patreon, you get an extra show a month, plus some extra content. And if Blake does connect and power gets restored, uh, even if I got to do a quick one-on-one interview, and put it out there for everybody who wants to back the campaign, we will do that. Because I'm sure we're not sure. doing uh, his new book justice. But Danny wants to know, Jay. Oh boy, Danny! If you could, uh, if you could be part of the planning for one toy line where your input would be absolutely incorporated, which would you pick? An existing line that you're a fan of, the relaunch of a dormant IP, or help come up with an entirely new property? So you get to impact a toy line. What toy line is it going to be? Something that's gone? Something that's new? What, what do you think? It, Oh, what a great question. What a
1: great question. Tough one, though. I, I would like to do both. Uh, I would well, like to have... you've to pick one. Uh, let me just talk through it. I would like to have input on Star Wars 100%. Uh, I think they need a huge course correction. They're getting better, but um, to rebrand something, I, I always want to go to Mask. I said this on my stream on Saturday. I have this fear that they're going to modernize it. Um, like they did with the G.I. Joe movie, and it's just going to be this mess. Um, so I would like to see Mask, if they continued it in 1985, 1986, if they kept it in that timeline. I would also like to see you know, a toy line and a story based off of action figure adventure. I think that would be pretty fun. A couple good old boys and a couple good old boys in <laughs> <laughs> the Thunderhawk cruising around getting toys for charity. I think that's one hell of an idea. What do you say there, Robbie Boy? Like
0: that <laughs> yeah like that i mean one. that would be interesting and when you and i have talked about okay what are we going to do for a season two kickstarter campaign if we get to the point that we can do it can we do action figures because we have so many collectors out there it kind of is, is a time it's like jay yeah. i can't afford to do you know tooling on action figures for us so uh, yeah. i don't think that that is going to happen just quite yet my friend uh Uh, it's so hard because like you said mask man that's a line that we love that didn't get the love it deserved back in the day how do you go i mean i kind of want to say superpowers because if we could bring some of those designs and characters out into the forefront that would be great i know there's a ton of custom superpowers out there um but i I don't laugh dick tracy could have been done so much better uh, like I don't wanna hear one off
1: movie. I don't want to hear any more about Dick Tracy, and I don't want to hear more about Captain Power, so cap every okay, episode <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, uh, my buddy Stuart is in the uh, chat there. Stuart uh runs Trek Yards. I was telling you about him. he's the the professional Star Trek dude, yeah,
0: so this was yeah. a, this is where I was gonna go with this, like to do yeah. a black series or a vintage line of Star Trek, like yeah. proper where you get well, like every character like that's in 10 forward from next generation. You get the 10 forward set. You get like everything. Star Wars level treatment of Star Trek. That's what would be my pitch for like
1: a new IP. That's well, isn't a uh, story. You're probably able to answer this more than we are. Isn't McFarlane still doing that? I think McFarlane has the, has the license I, I can't i can't remember um you know what i was thinking Yeah, you too? you said that
0: a couple episodes ago when i went to look and i couldn't find anything
1: yeah maybe i'm thinking a, a few years back i was thinking what about a black series style indiana jones line how great Yeah, would that we be? talked
0: about that on like that episode three or four yeah yeah and like a, a good indie line would be great but hey how about like an actual joe line that's like you know three and three quarters that's not just retro throwback that well, you know it was new with a new cartoon and stuff that would be nice
1: and that's the problem with bringing back mask or bringing back in humanoids or any of these small run uh, toy lines and cartoons is that if you don't have that show to go alongside it it really does affect it and I think even us adults we want we want a story with it right like that's why I think the uh, war for cybertron is just crushing it. Because you have that yeah. show to go alongside these amazing toys with Stuart in
0: He's saying a Black Series for Trek. No, McFarlane has stopped with Trek. So, yeah, there we go. I think okay. I think it's time that we got that. I mean, it, it is one of the biggest shared universes out there before. Crossover universes were really a thing. Everything yeah. between Next Gen, Voyager, Deep Space Nine. Uh, just phenomenal stuff. And, of course, the movies. Um I just think it would be yeah. such a hit. I mean, there are a ton of, you know, Trekkie collectors out there. They just love my brother. Chris is a huge Trekkie. He just loves that yeah. stuff. And if, if they were cool, I remember there was, I think, 8-inch or 12-inch figures 10 years ago. Um, something like that. They were a little Mego esque I don't know. I can't remember. They weren't quite Mego, yeah. But, um, yeah, that all that stuff would be just just fantastic.
1: So what about... What about a dead IP? What would you bring back if you could bring back, like, humanoids or masks? Like, what would you pick?
0: Well, I mean, I'd say Sectars, but I mean, it's kind of back, but it's really more of a fan service line because they're not like the original figures at all. It's more just like a remember these lines with the three and three quarters. I'm I'm glad they're out. It's cool, and I love the packaging, but it yeah. doesn't feel like Sectars. It looks like Sectars, but it doesn't feel like it.
1: See, t- I'm the opposite. I have I got Prince Dargon. And I, that was the only one I got because I don't think they're that great. I mean, I don't, I well, like that's this, what I mean, I, like you bring a sector without the mounts. That's like making He-Man without a battle cat. It doesn't make any sense at all. So what we'll see, Uh you know, if they, but is the that mounts. a dead
0: IP or is that like alive? Because I feel like, you know, they've died. They did wave one and then they've. They did wave 1.5 and then they did wave two now. So they're eking out a few more characters because there's just enough fan demand for them. But their three and three-quarter figures are like 35 US.
1: They're ridiculously priced, and you're basing it on an IP that only had a 12 issue comic run and a six episode cartoon. So there's all we already don't hardly know anything about sectars, right? So yeah. without a comic or a show right now it's it's a little tough to get excited about them, to be honest well, I let's,
0: let's just let's just say that a show a comic or some other built-in media ip would be a companion piece to for the sake of this question if we're doing Absolutely. mask there's a cartoon movie video game or show if we do joe so on and so forth like masters of the universe we have origins without any tie-in we have masterverse coming which is tied of course to the kevin smith revelation show yeah. And there's going to be another He-Man cartoon coming out as well that is CG. And it doesn't look like the Origins figures. The Origins figures are like a throwback, nostalgia, weird island, I guess. It,
1: it, it works, though. One, the Filmation stuff is free on YouTube, right? You can watch it anytime. Yep. You can show it to your kids. Uh, and the new Origins figures are basically throwbacks anyway. So it works because you still have, I mean, how many episodes were there, Masters? 65? Ninety five, one thirty, sure. So you have just a huge well of stuff to pull from. So that works. Where sectars was six, it was basically one sure. story, and that was it, right? So uh, he meant. So Tommy's
0: works. saying, yeah, Tommy's saying, Dino Riders are cops and crooks. I mean, you got to throw Visionaries up there. I thought Visionaries was very strong as an idea, but cops and crooks, you know, just like Joe, same thing. Um, I think those are all good ideas. I'm trying to think if there's something... I mean, even Turtles. I would love to be part of Turtles because that would be great to sit there and and figure out what the look of the Turtles could be, the line. Uh, Again, I'm all about the play set. So being a part of something like Turtles would be just a phenomenal experience. And I mean, it's evergreen. You've got Hot Rod 86 and you've got some other uh, Transformers figures that are specifically tied to the movie. Uh, Give me an actual... Give me like three and three quarter Joe scale articulated transformers from the movie, just the movie, and maybe the five episodes after the movie too. Yeah, and then you know that would that would be awesome line as well. If we're gonna well, this
1: this six inch, or I guess there's no real size because they they're actually just scaled to each other, which is cool. But they come with like I, I did a review on Hot Rod, and he comes with basically everything that he uses in the film. Aside from Daniel, and that was my only complaint, was that he should have came with Daniel. Um, But he comes with the saw hand, you know, the the visor comes down, and Cup comes with the uh, Energon goodies container. He comes with his gun. It's like, it's so awesome, man. So they're they're doing that right.
0: After we saw the Ultimates Optimus Prime come with Spike, of course, you know, we need... Daniel to come with hot rod, so yeah, hopefully they, he, they, he they rectify that somewhere. Um, you want to get into action figure spotlight while well, we have ten minutes or so left?
1: Yeah, I got to Mine's just over here, so let me grab that because I already spoiled it with with the Kara. Yeah, so you take a song. look
0: at that. Yeah. I'll I'll entertain everybody that's in the chat. So what is going on? What do you think Jay's going to get? I'm going to bet it's GI Joe. Let's see what it is. Alright. What is it? Is it G.I. Joe? That's what I told everybody in the chat it was gonna be.
1: Oh no. Do you want me to go first? I already showed sure. Kara. Okay. Uh no, this is one I'm actually in the midst of shooting right now. So anyone who saw my post on Friday, I don't buy a lot of comic book stuff. Uh because I'm not gonna go into all that. Anyone who knows me knows why I don't really like the Marvel movies and all that stuff. But uh, this is my second Marvel Legends figure, and it's based off the Infinity Gauntlet. And I'm going to be that old man and say the real Infinity Gauntlet story from 1991. (laughs) Uh, This is Thanos of Titan based off of the Infinity Gauntlet, the actual comic book. And when I say the real story, I mean, yes, uh, Lady Death is in the picture there, which was kind of the whole purpose behind what he did to impress her and they i can't believe they never put death in the uh the marvel movies but i saw this guy and i'm like yep that's that's the thanos i remember so again you know i guess it's kind of what you grew up with right like i like uh spider-man from the 80s and i like the way electro looks from the 80s right i don't like this new modern interpretation of the characters i guess i'm getting old dude i don't know anyway this is going to be on my channel tomorrow guys so if you're interested in a big badass Thanos. I mean, I'm super pumped to tear this guy open.
0: That's awesome. And the gems are right on top of the package, too, at the top there, which yep. looked super cool. I, yeah, I yeah. You know, again, I looked at Thanos because I have a couple Marvel Legends. I've got a couple Spider-Mans, uh, Superior Spider-Man, and I've got Doctor Doom, of course. Uh, I'm not a huge collector of <laughs> Legends, but I saw that Sam. again. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Surfer is a Walgreens exclusive of course
1: i i so saw Wal, one
0: walgreens is walgreens is a pharmacy in the u.s and he's it's a new release that just came out
1: of surfering anyway. is it the it's the black surfer with thor's hammer and no, i
0: have like an actual like okay silver surfer like proper
1: because i came silver across surfer. so so when i got thanos i'm like okay well they've got to have either adam warlock or surfer uh. I, I don't think they have warlock but the surfer I came across, um, I, I researched it. He was all black and he came with Thor's hammer. It was from some other alternate timeline thing, and I'm just like, yeah, okay, I can't, I don't know what that yeah. is, and you know. So hey, I don't yeah. mean any disrespect to Marvel fans. I just I stopped reading, like in the early 90s. Danny says he got a Infinity Gauntlet poster framed. That's wicked.
0: And now he's saying he's gonna go get me a surfer. Then well, if you find two, Danny, hook hook a guy up, man, hook a guy up. <laughs> There wouldn't be a lot of Marvel Legends I'd want, but Surfer, Thanos, and of course, Warlock would, would be one of them. Yeah. Um, with today's show being about toys that time forgot, um, I kind of picked a toy that I wish time had forgotten. So, oh, look, Stan Buck, our good friend Glenn, is in the chat saying Black Surfer with Mjolnir is from the Thanos Wins comic.
1: Oh, well, there you go.
0: Well, look at you, Stan Buck, creeping in on our cast and filling in the in the blanks as we need them. Always there to get our back. I love it. Glenn, real quick, uh, is that
1: an alternate timeline or is that, uh, is that like an alternate reality or something? I've never heard of it. Anyway.
0: there would be about cool. a 10-second delay, so he'll he'll chime in in, in a second <coughs> and cut me off. But that's okay. Um, so I picked a koi that I, that I kind of wish that time would forget. It, no, it's not Dick Tracy. No, it's Thank not. Thank you. Now. It's not
1: Captain Power. Thank you. Thank you.
0: <laughs> this is a Masters of the Universe figure. It came out later in the run, and it's because it's part of the Snake Men. Oh, and just... it's an action figure adventure, and it's just kind of d- dumb. And that's Squeeze. <laughs> like, it's just look at look at the arms go.
1: Wow, wow, they fall down. <laughs> it just,
0: it just does nothing for me.
1: That is the stupidest he-mantle I've ever seen.
0: Like, and in, in the head doesn't really look like a head. It's, like, much more like a dino head. You can kind of see it against my jacket there. It's just
1: It, it, it doesn't there. even it's look just, like he's part of the Masters line, except the legs. The legs are what give it yeah, away. Yeah, and he's
0: got the snake symbol. But, like, the snake men were never in the cartoon. They were kind of thrown in just at the end. There was snake face, tongue lash, or yeah, yeah. Uh, squeeze. And this, you're supposed to, you know, wrap around your figure, or you can... Because it's you know the play
1: feature, and it just. Yeah, that's. Uh, I just is that, is that new? Of course. But for did me. You just, did you just buy that, or did you order? No, no, no! Always- I
0: had to get it when we were shooting Action Figure Adventure because we were showcasing play features. Oh, yeah. In Masters particularly. So that that's when I got that. Glenn is chiming in again now. The story is largely set in the future, but it features the Thanos from present Marvel continuity. It's the same storyline that introduced the cosmic Ghost Rider who's in virtually everything now. Because, of course, I don't know. See, it's already too complicated for me.
1: Yeah. Well, thanks for... You know what? and And to get closer on Thanos here, the head here, I don't know what that is. So that's probably from, I think I read... That's from that Ghost story you were talking about, Glenn. Because I don't know what that old man Thanos head is. I'm going to have to research that before I <laughs> review it. Yeah. Uh, interesting. Yeah. So,
0: interesting. yeah. That's the show for this week, uh, folks. Sorry that Blake couldn't be with us. But, hey, you know what? Stuff happens. We've got lots to talk about as always. And, uh, you know, it's nice to just to have Jay you to talk to my friend it's nice to get back to it i mean we are we are book heavy with guests it's it's been a blessing to have lots of people on but it's nice to just step yeah. back yeah
1: back i, I back like the him. the back and forth it's it's really great having guests on and just uh you know being you know being a part of such a wonderful community it's it's a lot of fun but i love it when we get to make fun of each other and go back and forth and <laughs> that kind of thing you I tell me about
0: scarf you know that i have my scarf over here but it just didn't feel right to do it without blake but i hope blake has a scarf because he's gonna need it where he is now
1: he's gonna need it yeah
0: like i said if i get a chance to connect with him and everything gets sorted we will uh try to do a little quick one shot out there so people can have a look at uh, his book and hear from the author the man himself all about volume three of the toys that time forgot uh, I want to thank everybody for watching. Of course, uh, your comments and everything is always super helpful. I love your questions, uh, even if it's the same thing about quit mentioning Captain Power and
1: Dick Tracy every week.
0: Yeah, uh, Jay, where can people find you on social media? And do you want to tease anything that's coming up other than your Thanos review?
1: Nope, I keep it. I keep it pretty secretive. when I'm. What I'm doing. So uh, Thanos will be tomorrow, and after that, you have to wait and find out. But it's Jay Bartlett on YouTube not the exorcist but the less popular one the long-haired kid that is me um thank you to everyone who subscribed i I put something out there i'm almost at a thousand and that's a big milestone in youtube um so thank you to everyone who subscribed over the last few days i really appreciate it guys and thanks for watching we talked about toys facebook twitter instagram it's just my name jay bartlett and one last thing before i go don't buy this online don't pay two, three hundred dollars for this kind of crap, guys. Just just don't do it. If you love the character, wait until the dust settles. There.
0: And uh, you can find me, Rob McCallum, at Rob McZob on Instagram and on TikTok and Twitter. You basically just get a lot of show highlights these days, which is okay. I do have another project that I did announce called Faking Filmation, and we are kicking up the promotional machine for that. It's Basically, looks at the history of Saturday morning cartoons, the rise of Filmation, the pioneering animation studio, which of course brought its He Man in and the Masters of the universe, and how all that dovetails to Mr. James E. in his quest to create and release uh, his unofficial fan cartoon, The Return of Faker, despite impending legal threats that would cripple any of us. Uh, more coming on Faking Filmation. I can't wait to tease more. Check out our Facebook page facebook.com slash filmation. you'll see lots of stuff there but until next week we always end the show the same silly slogans Do you always add one what no i don't
1: you always add on the Maybe. end yeah you do what are you gonna add this week well what are you
0: gonna add are you gonna <laughs> add something
1: i don't want to add anything
0: all right for the love of toys and the warmth of scarves take care of yourself
1: for the fashion of scarves and each other
0: for the warmth of scars, take care of yourselves
1: and each other.
0: Jerry because the best time of day is playtime, everybody.